I think I should spend. I think I should spend the next five minutes of this podcast just giving a round of applause. I'm going to give a round of applause to the press in Cyprus, the media, or most of them anyway, not all of them, but most of them. I'm going to applaud Abuel. I'm going to applaud every club, every president, every member of parliament, every supporter of another team, every dog, cat, donkey, every person in the village that complained about the decisions in the Voxa game, where we won 2-1. I'd like to congratulate them. Every single one of you cunts, because you got your own way, didn't you? Yeah, I said it, cunts, because that's what you are. You're the main reason why there's so much corruption in the game in Cyprus. Two disallowed goals, correct decisions, one inconclusive ball over the line and an inconclusive foul on the goalkeeper has led to all of this. You're cunts and you got your own way. And last night, Gop and the referee in charge of the game, they towed the line. They towed the fucking line. Roy's here. Hello, Roy. Hello. Hi, still. How are you? Well, I was um, in the middle of a lovely little monologue there, my friend. I just decided to applaud and congratulate the powers that be, the media, or most of the media, Abuel, everyone and their mother that complained about Omonia's victory against Docs and the decisions, because they got their own way the last night, didn't they? They got their own way. They won. They won. They managed to shaft Omonia again. In a game which, let's be 100% honest, we did pretty well up until that red card, didn't we? I think we did pretty well. Anyway, um, how are you doing, my friend? How are you doing? Okay, I'm at work, so uh, I haven't got much time. I'm, I just wanted to jump on for a few minutes and hope that I'm not going to be interrupted uh, from any phone calls or whatever. Can I ask you a very I, quick question? Can I ask yeah, you a very quick me. question? The back of your car, is it a dip? Yeah. What is it? What car are you driving? Has it got has it got room for a body in there? Because I think yeah, last reference should be in the back of that. It's a Ford Fiesta, but it's uh, a two-seater. So it's a van at mm. the back. So, so you can fit a body in there. You can fit a body in there, yeah? Or two, man. Yeah. Well look, my dad's got some land in Cyprus that he doesn't use. When I come over, we can dig a massive hole and throw him in there. I don't mind. <laughs> He's not being used for anything anyway, so Yeah. Anyway, Rebromu, listen, um, I, I, I can understand that you're, you're pissed off with last night's um, referee decisions. So I'm going to let you talk about that. No, no, you say I'm, what you got to say, just in case you get interrupted, man. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm gonna, what I'm going to say is that um, for some strange reason, yesterday, uh, I sort of... You know, the, one of the worst things you can you can feel as a person is is the anxiety of not knowing why something is happening. Yesterday, I think I came to terms with what's happening at Omonia, and I've accepted it. And uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about that 
then if I have time, I'm going to say about the game. So yesterday I realized that, okay, some might say Calimera exhibits and Ephodices must. Okay. So the, the, the issues we had with the physical condition, players out of form, injuries, COVID, no good preseason, you know, I can now see clearly and I can understand that that's what has been the issue all along. If you add into the equation the complacency that some players might have felt, the fact that some others didn't gel, we, we had to play with experimental 11 uh, starting lineups every single week. We don't really have a chance to play with the same 11. And even though I think that someone is to blame for that, at least now I know what the problem is clearly. There's also the pressure because every week we're playing and we're not doing any better. The weight on the shoulders of the players are there and it doesn't help them. And it doesn't also help the atmosphere in the dressing room. Uh, if you're asking me, is it too late to fix it? No, I don't think it's too late. If you're asking me, do I believe we can fix it? I think we can. If you're asking me if it will for definitely change, I'm not sure. At least yesterday, someone stepped up and took the responsibility. He took one for the team because I'm pretty sure it's not only Mr. Berg's fault, but at least we had uh, someone like being a leader and taking the responsibility. And at least he spoke honestly to the fans and didn't try and sugarcoat what's going on. Daxi, Tora, uh, as far as the game's concerned, bearing in mind the introduction that I just made now with the physical condition and all of that, we had to play against a team that the main characteristic is, is, the, is the physical condition, uh, the bodies they've got. And it was going to be difficult with four players missing from midfield, even though Mix was on the bench. Uh, it was, again, an experimental duo. You can't risk starting him in a game like that, man. Not that yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that we should have. I'm just saying that we were missing four players from midfield. So it was ex an experimental duo with Sheu and um, Pana in the middle of the park. And I thought they did quite well. Uh-oh. Roy's frozen. Roy's frozen. I don't know. I don't know if he's on my mobile or if he's on MTN or something, but he's not there. Doesn't matter. He'll come back on. But I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And I, I agree with what you're saying because... To hold uh, oh, the game. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Slow down, slow down, didn't... slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. I've, I've completely missed you. You've been talking and you've been talking and it missed out literally the last 25 seconds. Hello? Hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can see you now. Yeah, I, I, I can't hear you very well. Oh, dear. What 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 uh, signal are you on? What have you got? You see that Vodafone? You look like a Sida Vodafone kind of guy. Ah, this is this is the joys of live streaming. Oh, well. Right, come out and then come back in again. Come out and come back in again. Let's see if you can come out and come back in again. You can't hear me. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. 
I think it's your four, anyway. I think it's your 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 four G man. I think it might be it. For some reason, I can't hear you. I can't do sign language, so you talk. Anyway, oh, I'll talk to Nakaliso. Nakaliso has got three alepta. So I thought that uh, defensively we were okay. We didn't create as much. I didn't expect us to create much. The red card, I saw it uh, in real in real play. I thought it was harsh. Looking at it again and again, I thought that it wasn't the fact that Sheu tackled with his right foot is, is that he, he followed through and he locked the, the foot of the player. So I thought that that was basically the reason he got sent off. I thought we had a penalty of Baston Gagulin on the 42nd minute when Manrique clipped him and they didn't even go back to the VAR. And then the second half, okay, with 10 men, it was always going to be difficult. We only try to create something towards the end. So I think that it was all the things I mentioned in the beginning. Secondly, the, the referees, even though we're not uh, a pod that talks a lot about referees, it's probably the first or second time we've done it in nine months. And thirdly, we run out of luck. We said against Flora at home, we were lucky. With Flora away from home, lucky. With Doxa, very lucky. With Paphos, very lucky. Yesterday, we ran out of luck and we lost. That's it from me, boys. I have to go. Take take over. I'm sure I'm, I'm, I'm going to be waiting with a lot of uh, interest to hear what you guys are going to say once I go home. That's why we love him. That's why we love him. How you think, Gizzy? You right? I'm good, good. I only have a few minutes. I want to come on. First of all, good morning. Good morning, um, good morning. I want you to say everything how it is. Throw the pipe bombs, be aggressive, no mercy. The only thing that I want to say is to all the fans watching, thank you for the subscriptions. Uh, we're here. We are the voice of the voiceless. We speak for all the fans. The only thing I want to say before I go off, back the team, back the managers, back the players. They need us the most. I'm off. Let's go still. Kill it. Bye-bye. Bye, my brother. Thank you very much. There we go. See? Yeah, see, the guys are working. I don't start work till later on, so I can do this stream. Anyway, but this is it. This is exactly it. And, and Chris just hit the nail right on the head. You know, Roy's been immense in what he said. Couldn't agree with him more, to be honest. I'm going to go into that in just a bit. But Chris is right. We need to back the players because after the game, from what I heard, there's a little bit of fight, a little bit of anger, a little bit of frustration. I didn't see one player on that pitch who didn't give it their all. And, you know, the results aren't happening. The results, I'm, I'm not going to talk about that right now. I want to go back to what happened yesterday with some of the decisions that didn't go our way. The first thing I want to know, I mean, to, to, the, to the referee in, in charge and the VAR officials, you know, as I said before, you've fallen in line. You've fallen in line and told what your masters, you know, your masters have told you to do something and you've done it. You've bent over. For whatever reason. First question I have to ask here, though, is, uh, has their hard drives been checked? Has anyone checked their hard drives for any incriminating evidence? You know, and any anti-corruption organisations? 
been checking their hard drives for anything. I don't know, chicks with dicks, anything. Because these referees, these officials, they need sorting out. Now, I don't know who was doing the VAR. I don't know who was in there. Maybe it was Manidara. I don't know. Maybe it was people that, you know, run the Gassi Maybe, I don't know. But it's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. And this happens a lot. I mean, it's happened many times over the years, hasn't it? You know, penalties given against us for fouls outside the box. You know, I could go into it for, for, for a long time. But what happened against Doxa is the reason why it went against us yesterday. Now, the first thing I need to say, show who's red card. As Roy said, was it dangerous? Debatable. Red card. I've seen them given on rare occasions. But what, what was actually wrong with it? Was it Shehu's shin and the player's ankle got caught underneath it? George says it's the same referee that sent off Hubachan against Abolon. Hmm. Need I say more? I mean, let's be honest, right? With Shehu's red card, the referee had two choices. He could have kept the yellow, which was the right decision, in my opinion, or risked being accused of favoritism by the media, some of the media, I should say most of the media, Abuel and everyone else. I mean, he bottled it. He bottled it and he went for the safe option, didn't he? Now, I don't condone violence, okay? I don't, I don't agree with it, especially when it comes to football. But when I see referees' cars getting blown up, when I first heard about that story, I was thinking, is this what it's come to? Is this what football's come to in Cyprus? But then I see decisions like last night and I got angry and I'm not an unhinged person. I don't have those kind of thoughts. So can you imagine when you've got blatant cheating, blatant corruption and people that, you know, where the lift doesn't reach the top floor, they react in certain ways. I'm just saying. Three minutes later, Three minutes after that red card, Beklivani, he puts in a challenge on Lesiax, which no one really talks about. We didn't see that in the highlights either, conveniently. He puts a challenge on, on Lesiax, which on another day could have done his ACL. That could have been a, a career-ending challenge. Could have been. And what happens? Nothing. Yellow card. The cunt goes on to score the winner. And he's got the, t he's got the temerity to celebrate like he scored a goal in the fucking cup final. Big deflection as well, mind. But as Roy said, you know, our luck has run out, as I said it would. Bit poetic there. Um, the goggle foul, I didn't really see much of it, to be fair. I know he got clipped. But because he didn't go down straight away, he tried to stay on his feet because he's an honest player. He's an honest footballer. He tried to do the right thing by his team, stay on his feet and maybe shoot or lay someone off. But we don't get anything. But the foul on Banayodu at the end, Govelia. Wow. Wow. To say that the Olympiacos defender wasn't looking at the man... Bullshit. He wasn't looking at the ball. How can a man not be looking at the ball, 
knowing that he's got a forward or a midfielder breaking into the box and he checks him. He doesn't just check him. He barges him. If that happens on the halfway line, is that a foul? I'm just saying. That's a pen. But again, conveniently, Sida didn't show that. I was looking for the highlights today. I'm like thinking, well, what have I missed? I know I didn't miss that foul. Did he go to VAR? Did it? I, I didn't see the referee going to the to the screen. So again, there's people in that little that little truck or wherever the fuck they are hiding because we didn't see their faces either. Hiding. Was there even people working on VAR last night? Hmm? Corruption. Utter fucking corruption. Which leads me on to the international break. I'm piecing this all together as much as I possibly can. The international break. We're going to have players going for the ethnic game, aren't we? I mean, I haven't seen the, the, the Cyprus squad, but I'm assuming that Psati we called up Johnny's, Loizu, Zahario, Banayodu. I'm, I'm assuming those five will at least be called up. At least. Now I'm going to say something which might upset a few people because people are very patriotic in Cyprus and you know what, Independence Day and all that, I get it. But let's be 100% honest. As a six, thank you, six were called up. Now, as a, as a proud Cypriot, you obviously want your national team to do well, but when your football association does shit like this, pulls off stunts like this, why the fuck would you want to represent your national team? Why? For patriotism? Because you play for the most hated club in the league. That's what I have to say. So for all six Omonia players that have been called up for the national team and the other players that have represented Cyprus, when you see decisions go against you like that, sickening decisions, retire from the international team. Retire. Don't play for them ever again. Don't play for them. What for? You've done your national service, haven't you? You've done your strado. You served your nation. Why the fuck do you want to play for these cunts? Huh? Why do you want to play for those pricks at the FA that week after week try their best to shaft you? And they've been doing it for years. It hasn't been for five minutes. It hasn't been since Baba Stavro came in and started talking about a catalogue where you can buy referees. They've been doing it for years. When they, whenever you get a text or a letter or an email or your agent calls you to say you've been called up for the national team, you say, thanks, but no thanks. Go fuck yourself. That's it. That's what I have to say. It's not about patriotism. And let's be 100% honest. Your teammates are fucking shit as well. You're getting fucking dicked by Malta. Why the fuck do you want to play with these cunts? Huh? Because they're your mates? No. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck GOP. Fuck the national team. Fans don't even fucking turn up to watch them play. Why the fuck do you want to play for them? Am I wrong? Tell me in the chat that you're watching, anyone that's watching, all 35 of you that are watching, am I wrong about this? What are they going to play for the national team for? Well, because playing for the national team boosts their, their, their exposure. What exposure? Getting butt-fucked by Luxembourg. Yeah, that, that's great, isn't it? You're playing European football with Omonia one week, and then the next way, it's, oh, you're getting fucking 
smashed by Malta. Malta! You disagree. Everyone should be playing for Why? Why should they be playing for their national team when GOP treats them like this? When shit like this happens, when their teammate is getting sent off for a challenge that's quite innocuous, when penalties aren't given, huh? when the newspapers and the websites and the journalists and media outlets are calling for your heads, for your team to get fucked week in, week out, you want to represent them? They can fuck themselves for all I care about. So yeah, those six players that get called up for the for the ethnic gear, you next time you get called up, you call them up and say, go fuck yourself. I ain't playing for you cunts. I'm sorry for the bad language first thing in the morning. Sikime. How about that? Now the positives from last night. Zaharil came on. You know, I messaged him after the uh, after the Karabag the game. And I said to him, you know, mate, keep doing your thing. Keep working hard. Because you're at a club where the expectancy is high. And you're coming from a club where, whatever, what have Olympiacos ever done, really? You know, so the level of expectancy is, is raised. And every time he gets the ball, people expect him to beat four or five players like he's fucking Messi or Salah. I said, keep working hard, mate, because you've got talent. You just need your confidence. You need to run at defenders. Every time he was running at defenders against Karabag, he's stopping, turning back, waiting for overlaps. Yesterday, when he came on, he was positive, running at defenders, and he almost got a goal. He almost got a goal. All right, he shot straight at the goalkeeper, but you know what? That's, that's what I like to see, the, the glimpses of confidence. Glimpses of what he's, what he's about. I think Guggle was brilliant because Guggle has been our best player this season. Him and... Um, him and Bashiru, I'd say they've been our two best players this season. And Banayodu is a close third. And Gagul was running yesterday, man. And I, I, I admire his desire. I admire his desire. And he's someone that is admirable. Someone to look up to. He's young and he's hungry. You know? Yesterday, we played two central midfielders. So, no, sorry. Sorry. Forgive me. Yesterday, we played two defenders as central midfielders. So, when, when my mum is uh, sitting there and she's made patatas me avga, and I said, Mama, thank you very much. Can I have a macheri, please? And she comes and gives me a gudala. What the fuck am I going to do with it? A wooden one at that. Or when, I, when I'm eating a steak and I've got a, I need a steak knife, but they give me a fucking, I don't know, pair of curling tongs that women wear to use. This is square pegs in round holes. So, how can you expect? Banayodu and Shehu to play against that midfielder there's which just nothing but physicality and strength and power. So yeah, I, I can't fault any of those players in the middle of the park today, uh, yesterday, apologies. Um, but again, positives, Mix came on, he looked good. He got minutes under his belt and that's a good game to come back on. Um, you know, Iyai, Iyai, the guy who I've been slating battered him. He came on. He looked physical. He looked strong. That, that's the kind of game that he, he should have played in, to be honest. <laughs> this is me eating my words, but he's a physical guy. He, he, he loved mixing up against these cunts yesterday. And he hit the post from a shot from outside the box. That's what we need to see. And I saw a message here earlier. Let me just find it. Sorry, guys. Apologies for... um, What's it called? 
for not going into these uh, messages earlier, but that's all. Only yesterday we had two shots. Outside. Yeah, we only had two shots outside the box. And as you said earlier, why don't they shoot outside the box? You know, maybe because these players don't have the confidence to do it. But we saw a couple of them yesterday. And with 10 men, in the last 10 minutes, we could have nicked something. And people are going to tell me, yeah, but it's Olympia gods. We should be beating them. Well, last season they beat us, didn't they? And we got quite lucky at home in the one-all. We got quite lucky away when we beat them one-nil thanks to Gussel's shot from 25, 30 yards. That's all. So they're not a pushover. They got to the cup final last season. They've taken points off Ireland this season. They beat them cunts across the road this season. Everyone beats them cunts anyway, really. And then. So the way I see it, it wasn't a bad overall performance, especially when it comes to second, second, uh, second half. All right, first 15, 20 minutes, we could have been better. We create some half chances. But mostly in the second half, Jan pulled the ball across the face of the box. No one was there. Humble came on as well. He looked good. So slowly, slowly, we're getting these players back. Now, what I will say, the international break has come at the right time. It's come at the perfect time. Because number one, it breaks up the momentum. So any bad momentum we've had, it breaks it up. Number two, players can have a rest. There are many players, Lesiax, played numerous games. Uster, who had a good game yesterday, has played many games. Fabi deserves a bit of a break. You know, Sati is knackered. I don't know if he's going to play, actually play for anything. He probably will because he's the only decent right back they've got. Mix will get a break. That's another week extra for um, Eric to recover. That's another week extra for Shepard to recover. Another week for um, uh, Bashiru to recover. So by the time the next game rolls around, most of our players will be back. So I, I don't have any problems. I saw good signs, positive signs yesterday. Positive signs, especially second half. And while Olympiacos did very, very well against us, they, their ball retention was great. And that's the other thing. When you're playing with 10 men, it makes things so much more difficult when your opponents have got that extra man, that spare man in the middle of the park, popping balls in front and centre. We weren't pressing high enough because, number one, as I said before on the last show, we ain't got the stamina to do it. And number two, when you're playing against a team with an extra man, you're constantly chasing shadows. Now, I get it. We're champions. I get it. We should be winning games. I get it that fans are frustrated. I feel the same way. But you won't see me shitting on these players. And people are going to be turning off now saying, hey, Don Ballet is chatting shit, Ballet. That's just my opinion. Don't expect too much. And this is the problem. We did so well last season. We had an amazing season last season. And I say this time and time again. Champions League qualifiers, Europa League, winning the title, getting to the semi-final of the cup. It was a brilliant season. And the level of expectancy has gone from here to up there. So because we're not playing up there, people think oh, we need to change everything. Minor tweaks. That's what it is. And when you see Henning Berg in that press conference yesterday, do you see those eyes? I've seen that look before. I saw that last season. I saw that last season when people were doubting him. It's in his eyes, man. You can tell the hunger is there. The anger is there. There's a lot of things he wanted to say. I mean, if you look at his press conference, he was saying, you know, I, I can't say too much, but we know what he's thinking. We know he's thinking that we got shafted yesterday. We know he's thinking that, you know, all the other teams have been crying. They lied and they cried and they got their own way like little pussies. Yeah. But this is what it is. This is what it is. Trust him. He said that things are going to improve. They're going to improve. You look at the teams around us at this moment in time, 
or should I say above us, when you got Ayek and you got Aris and you got Ael and you got Abolon. Look at them now. This is their level. They can't get better than what they are now. That's their level. That's as far as they can go. They, they can't level up. They can't. I know our ability. We're not far off from them. The results don't tell you. The performances maybe don't tell you. But once we have a fully fit team, a fully fit team, not a half fit team, yeah? Not players who carry niggles or players who are tired from international, blah, 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 blah. Henningberg hasn't had a full strength squad. Look at the rest of these teams. You tell me one team above us in the top four, for example, that hasn't had a fully fit squad. With the exception of Thiago at Ayek, they're fully, fully uh, strength. Abolon, apart from Dingini, what other injuries have they got or injured players? Full strength. Ael, what player they got injured? This is what I'm saying. We've had injured players. And let me put you, let me give you some perspective. Yeah? There are 12 teams in the league, right? 12 teams, which means we're going to play 22 games before the playoffs. Yeah, 22 games. Is my maths incorrect? So we play 22 games, league games, before the playoffs. Yeah? How many games have we played this season so far in all competitions? We played four league games. We had the Super Cup, Dinamo Zagreb, Flora, Antwerp, and two Europa League games. That's 13 games we've played this season. So we've played half a season already. Plus internationals. So no wonder these players are knackered. Think about it, please, Gobelia, before you start spitting shit. We have played half a league season already, if you think about it. <laughs> For fuck's sake. And we played against more difficult teams as well. So we haven't played against Ethnic Gors, no disrespect, Fori. We haven't played against Bayek. We played against the Croatian champions. We played against fucking Antwerp that are just are giving fucking Nangaland 100 grand a week, however much it is. Fuck's sake, man. We played against fucking Karabag that have been playing Champions League football over the years. All right, the other two teams, Flora, right. But they've won six fucking championships in a row. So they ain't any mugs. And Kara, I don't know anything about. I don't know much about anyway. But we have played... 13 games this season already. While the rest have played four, five. Come on, man. Like, think, please, just try and see things from a different perspective instead of, oh, this one shit, da -da 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 whatever. Think about it. We have played 13 games with players being fucking injured. Against Fora, he was bringing in kids. Asimanos and all these other players that even Roy said he had to Google who this kid was. No disrespect, but this is what I'm saying. This is the reason why we have a squad. This is why we, we're supposed to have two players practically in each position. Now, I can address some of the rumours I've heard about certain players going out partying before games. Well, I won't do that. I won't do that. But I'm just going to throw it out there. Just put a little seed in there. Certain players I like going out on the piss the night before games. Certain players who think they're better than what they are. 
certain players who should be sold when offers come in because we know they're not really going to develop as much as they think they will. But hey, I, I can pull thoughts in a lot of players. And if you look at the previous podcast that I've done, you can't turn around and say to me that I haven't been critical. If you want to look at, in fact, there's a video that I did on goals that we conceded at the beginning of the month. If I remember, was it in the end of September? Sorry, in the beginning of September, was it? And I destroy players for their lack of uh, effort and their positional awareness. It's all there. So if you want to start talking to me about me being too positive and me protecting the players, I'm not. I've, I've, I've said what I had to say. I said what I had to say against Buffalo as well. But perspective, Gobanya, please. Perspective. Now, another thing I will say. Sackingberg will be a huge mistake. I'm going to tell you this for now. We've reached a thousand subs on YouTube, which is an incredible achievement given that we really started by going balls deep with this about 10 months ago. So it's, a, it's, it's 100 subs a month. But if, if Henningberg is sacked between now and the next game, if he's sacked during this international break, I will write down the logins for YouTube and uh, Instagram and all the kind of logins I have that I know Choft is related, give them to Roy and Chris and I'm quitting. It's that simple. It's that simple. What's the point? Because the effort is there from the manager. He's taking responsibility. And I'm here trying to make an effort, yeah, to support the club. We had a phone call from someone at the club. I'm not going to mention any names. In the last season, thanking us for our support, calling us the podcast, you guys, the 12th man. How, if ever we need anything, to so pick up the phone and, and say to them, you know, we need, we need your hand, we need a hand, but we haven't done it because we're going to do this thing alone. So, as you can see, we've got no, no affiliation with the club whatsoever, you know. <clears throat> and I love doing this, I love doing podcasts, I love it, and love doing it to talk to you guys, and I love the, the responses. I love all of the, the interaction. You guys know your football. You guys know the club. You know the club better than I do. You're there. You're out there. You see things every single day. I'm, I'm in rainy England. Okay, it's not raining at the moment. Um, I forget my trailer thought now. But yeah, so what, I, don't, I don't see the point of me continuing doing this, to be fair, if they're going to start sacking managers left, right and centre. Because while we used to be this club, while, while, we, while we're used to seeing this club sack managers under previous regimes, we've got a good thing here. We've got a very good thing here. So how can a manager go from taking the team top of the league two years on the bounce, getting European football two years on the bounce, and after a few bad results, people are turning on him? I'm not here for that. That's why I'm going to quit. If they sack Berg between now and the next game, I'm quitting. Because I'm not going to come on this podcast and... Because I'm, all I'm going to be doing is moaning. We should have kept him. Be careful what you wish for. That kind of stuff. And I can't be bothered. I can't be bothered with this shit. Do you know what I mean? I, like I said before, do this podcast because I love it. I've got a family. There have been times when my daughter's been in the other room watching TV and I've been recording podcasts. I've been ignoring my daughter. Not ignoring her, but not spending time with her. So I could do this podcast. Yeah? I don't expect you guys to thank me or whatever because it's my decision to do it. Because I love doing it. And I know the players respect it and I know the club love it. 
And if it helps, which clearly, clearly it is, I'll continue doing it. But I'm not going to continue doing it if the club makes uh, knee-jerk reactions, like what they did, yeah? Getting rid of the fucking um, strength and conditioning coach because he wanted uh, to improve the facilities. And they said no, for whatever reason. Like they said no about spending half a million on Lufna, but yet they're spending money left, right and centre on other stuff. There are plans to uh, redo the training ground, right? Have we heard anything since? Is anything being done? What was it 5 billion euros, apparently, that's going to be spent on that? Well, we've got money in the bank. Fact. I could tell you for now that the club made 9 million euros from the, from the European campaign last season. Fact. So do we still have a debt? And if we do have a debt, why hasn't it gone down? Or why are we still worrying about it? But sacking Henning Berg will be a fucking disaster. It'll be a fucking disaster. And it will show that this club has no ambition. It will prove that it's knee-jerk. It will prove that the little snails win again. And we're not going to have it. I told you, I see the look in his eyes. That's Sir Alex Ferguson in there, bruv. Yeah, I've seen it. That anger. That siege mentality. Henning Berg is probably telling them in the, in the dressing room and in training round, everyone hates us. Everyone hates us, but fuck them. Fuck them. We go out on that pitch and we get three points and we keep boiling piss. Yeah, boiling piss. It's a term that we use in England. Yeah? When people are getting pissed off, we boil their piss. That's how angry they get. Their piss gets starts to boil, bubble. Yeah. But yeah. Does anyone have Gop's number, by the way? Anyone got anyone got the Gops number? Cypress FA. Tell you what. I'm gonna do this right now. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. <clears throat> Can you guys hear this? Hello. Hello? Hello? Is this uh Gop? Yes. Yes, I'm calling from the, the No Chofters podcast. Is anyone from the media team available to talk? Uh, can you can you talk? Speak. Yeah, my name is Stel. I'm calling from the No Chofters podcast. I'm in England, and uh, I'd like to talk to someone from GOP about uh, yesterday's decisions in the Omonia game. Tickets. No, 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 not tickets. About the Omonia game yesterday. And here, ten Omonia, okay. Sorry. Ten Omonia, no here. No, 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 no. I'd like to talk to someone. I'm Melissa Gabgyon from the media team. Okay, no problem. Is there someone there that speaks English? No. No, okay, no problem. Well, I'll tell you what. If you can pass a message on... Can you pass a message? Yes. Yeah? You tell everyone at GOP that you guys are corrupt. Thank you very much. Fuck them. Simple. Beautiful. Anyway, let's go through some of these comments. You see how nice I was? I tried to be nice. I didn't want to speak Greek, though, because I'm ignorant. Because when I come to Cyprus and I talk to people in Greek, they talk to me in English. Because I'm a chali. So I talk to you in English, motherfucker. Anyway, he's a nice guy. Sounds like my uncle, actually. Right. Morning, Stel. Thank you. Hello, Stel. Thank you very much. Galimera. 
Guys, thank you very much for all your support, by the way. If I haven't said it before, thank you for all your support. Fuck them all. Thank you, Dr. Manhattan. Big man. Roy is an undercover cop. Well, I won't let him frisk me. Okay? There you go. We were the worst team in the field again, as always, with 11 men. Andrea, I love your positivity, man. But thank you for your support. Right. He's <laughs> such a bitch. <laughs> Do you know what? If I saw him out in the street, I don't think I'd even recognize him. I don't think I'd even recognize him. Two shots, we've done that one already. You, the guys were quick. Yeah, yeah, of course. And do you know what? Olimbia Goz were quick as well. They were quick on the ball. They're a good team. And, um, you know, losing to them isn't an embarrassing thing. I don't think, again, I don't think we played badly second half. First half was a bit, but that's always been us under Henningberg. We always start off the game slow. And it goes back to what I said before. The reason why we start games off slow is because our players don't have the stamina levels to play that pressing system for 70, 80 minutes. So, ballet, strength and conditioning, fitness, blah, 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 blah. Need I say more? It's really important you keep supporting the players because they do watch the podcast and need to know that the majority of fans are behind them all the way as long as they give their all. Absolutely. That, that's what we... Okay. Effort is a given. You expect players to, to put in the effort. But I, like this season, I haven't seen players down tools. I haven't seen, I've, I can't turn around and say this player isn't trying. You know, even the ones that have made mistakes, they've been trying, but they've been falling asleep. Last season, there's a couple games where I put them on the shelf and you can go back to my Instagram and uh, I'll put that up later if you want, because I'll fucking trash them. Olympia goes, player has broken his fibula. Do you know what this is? Do you know what this is? Shall I say what it is? That's the smallest violin in the world, and I'm playing it. Six were called up, thank you very much. Zaharil wasn't called up, but Gagul was, and Gagul deserves it. He's been immense. The problem this year is not the rest of the disgusting performances. Andreas V, V for victory. Victory in sucking people's soul out. As for the national team, he agrees with me. He agrees with me. Yes, yes. He agrees with me. Thank you. They're getting paid for the national team. That's why. Well, why are they taking that dirty money? Hmm? I disagree still. Everyone should be playing for their national team. Fuck the national team. I'll say it again. Fuck the ethnic. Absolutely no. I don't know what that means. They're paid to put international caps on their team. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, they have a genuine love for the national team. I don't know why. I don't know why. After Anyway. But it's a shame. Nikolaidis dropped out of the Greek national team. He reversed and became European champion. Yeah, what, Cyprus going to become European champions? Cyprus are going to become champions of losing against even smaller teams. I had there's a team down the road from where I live, yeah. Um, they're called the Green Dragon Pub team, Green Dragon Pub FC or something like that. They're they're, they're just normal working class people that go to the pub every Saturday, Friday night, and they drink, and they get drunk, and they get pissed and smash off their faces, and then the Sunday morning they wake up late, they forget half their kit at home, they forget their boots at home. They play on the football pitch with their shoes, their work shoes, and they get smashed 5-6-0. They, 
they could be the uh, Cyprus national team. And a lot of them are on fucking cocaine as well. And I've seen them fucking do lines. It's mad. Um, mm. Not that I condone doing drugs. Try it when you're younger. Mushrooms in Amsterdam. Um, the thing is, they don't acknowledge the things that they're doing. Yes. There we go. Uh, the results are... Exactly. Thank you, Andro. Thank you. Through the years, I noticed that whenever Ammonia coaches under question, referees are harsh with Ammonia. Eventually, we end up firing the coach. But I'm hoping that this regime is going to see the light. I'm hoping they see the light and they keep Henningberg. And I don't think they're going to do it because if they'd have done it, they'd have probably done it by, I don't know, after the, which game was it? Probably Ajax. If it was the old regime. They probably would have done it last season when we drew 0-0 against Oxa. Or when we lost 2-1 at Salamina. Totally agree as regards the international team. Don't forget Abba withdrew all their players one day before the game versus Japan a few years. But they do what they want, isn't it, Angelo? That's what they do. They could do whatever the fuck they want. And there. I think it's about time that we start, you know, putting our foot down. Because instead of sitting there watching it, you know, like, like buses going by, do something about it. I think it's time we did. The fans are going to the stadium. Instead of having Bella Chow, how about Gop, go fuck yourself. How about that? In fact, next time I come to Cyprus, if I can get to an Armonia game, if it, if it coincides with my trip, I'm going to have a banner made. Gop, go fuck yourself. Right. I don't like Duris, but Duris deserves to play now. Shepard is is pissed off. And he almost had a fight in the tunnel yesterday. He's a bad man. I love him. I love Shepard. And I love Dura as well. Armonia was not good in the first 15, 20 minutes, but slowly started controlling the game until the... Yeah. But we will start off slow, man. Omonia's yet to win a game after Zaharil. Come on, Avram. You can't blame Zaharil for it. I'm not saying you are, but anyway. We play better with 10 men. That's all. It's like I said before, man. There's just loads of little factors on the pitch that, you know, they're, they're beyond our control. But once they do become controllable, things will be fine, man. I'm telling you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Berg is angry. Could tell that the referee's decision were not right. They're trying to remove him from Amonia. They have their chance now that Amonia's not playing good. Eh, well, they can try, Philemon. They can try. But so long as uh, Uncle Baba Stavru sees the light and he sees what's going on, and I'm sure Laku does as well, don't worry. Like that last year, started badly and the team were unstoppable. It'll be the same. Of course, man. But this is what I'm saying. Like, we're at a low level right now. But we can, we can only get better. The other teams have still got to have their, their, their bad patches. The other teams have still got to get their injuries. I'm just saying. I should rename the podcast at any given Monday. I should rename it to Fuck Gop and Fuck Everyone Else. You're either with us or against us. It's that simple. And there. Totally agree with you. Thank you, Dasso. If you remember last year, we had the same theater after the game with Buffalo, the changing of decision. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Although, to be fair, we did get away with that one against Buffalo because Lesiax did smash Hepburn Murphy in the head. <laughs> he, did, he did boot him in the head. Uh, yeah, I, could, I, could, I could say that we got very lucky with that one. But over the course of the season, look how many decisions went against us. I mean, look at the, the game against Anortosi at the beginning of the season, the one all when Lang conceded a penalty when he was just stopping the, the, the attacker from backing into him. Uh of injured players, our mentality and the way they're playing. Yeah, I agree. The mentality is all over the place, but that's because their confidence is rocked. 
But this break is perfect. It's perfect. It's come at the perfect time. Brilliant. I've got no problem with it. You know, if we won last night, yeah, I'd be happy. But I'll be thinking, shit, we've got an international break. So this win has come and then the momentum has been blocked. And now we need to start again. Whereas now, start from scratch. It's a new chapter, man. Not looking good. We're having to be better, but in reality, it's not good. For now, it's not. Yeah, you say it's not looking good. I I see that there's there's potential. I see that there's a um, we're turning the corner slowly, ever so slowly. People should stop blaming Berg. Has to go through many problems with injuries. Bravo, thank you. Never forget where we were two years ago. Bravo. What about the responsibility he had building the team? Okay, well does he does he have the final say in everything? Because I think there are a couple of players at the club signed that perhaps he didn't want. And we know how things work, don't we? It's not always down to the manager to sign these players. I'm sure there are players that he wants that we couldn't get. The top man still. Uh, thank you, Anthony, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. I think they will. Of course he will revive the team. Of course he will. Right, let's have a look. Uh... Oh, what? What? What have I done? What have I done? I think we got unlucky with the injuries. Yeah. Yeah. And, and do you know what? I, I think we might make one or two signings in January, but obviously players need to leave. Uh, who's going to leave? I don't know. But um, yeah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine, man. I'm sure he didn't understand what you said to him. Yeah, I know he didn't. I know he didn't. I, I had a feeling. I had a feeling, but whatever. I just needed to get it off my chest. <laughs> For fuck's sake. God I speak England very <laughs> Is this is this the same that could be that could have been the same guy that messaged me calling me a, a damn ass fuck and a fucking chicken. And there. It could have been. Right. Anyway, look, I've been going on for 50 minutes. I've got a lot off my chest. I've got a lot off my chest. <laughs> I love you lot, man. You lot are fucking brilliant. I love you lot. You're absolutely brilliant. And uh yeah, I've I've got a lot off my chest, and um, listen, things are gonna come good. They're gonna come good eventually. All right. It might not be now. It might not be tomorrow. It might not be. But they say a week is a long time in football. A week is a long time in football. And between now and then, yeah, we're gonna have players on international duty. But the majority of our players, the bulk of our players, will be back in training. We'll be working their bollocks off. The manager's got a lot to say. Even the manager needs a little bit of time off, man. Henning needs a bit of time off, needs to relax. And when he goes to McKenzie, just give him a hug. Just give him a hug. Say, Gaffer, please bring it in. Give him a hug. I'm, I'm not even joking. Give him a hug. His son's in England. Will's in England. He went to the Man United game the other day. Will's in England. He's in London. So I'm sure, you know, he misses his son as well. Misses his family. Yeah. Oh God, what was I calling up? Listen, lads, if you, you should know me by now. I don't give a fuck. Yeah? I say things that people don't like. You know, I can say a lot more things. You know, I could I could encourage people to riot. I could encourage people to, to do all sorts of shit. But I won't. Because then I, I'll, I'll get done for it. Then I get fucking police coming to my fucking front doors. You know what I mean? British police. Because people do those kind of weird things. There you go. Shout out to Omonia Football Town as well, man. He's fucking brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. The thumbnails that he does, 
the the updates that he does on his Instagram, give him a follow. Um, he's got a Facebook page, and he's been brilliant. So fucking supportive of it. And, and Omonia edits as well for the t-shirts. Shepa Kadabra t-shirt right here. We're just waiting for the um, the OLB shop to be up and running so we can start selling our t-shirts. We've got the Dudis one. We've got the Inject It In My Veins one. We've got the, the Omonia um, Grand Shilaka. We've got the, the, the Batiak one. Batiak one, sorry. We've got loads coming. But I've rambled on for too long. And um, yeah, thank you again, guys. Thank you so much for your support. And Omonia forever. You're right. You, you know, if the government changes their measures... Um, Omone will have low price tickets hopefully against Abolon. Um, I saw a lot of Abolon fans at the game yesterday in fact they had more fans at, um, at Anoftosis ground than at their own figure that I think most of their fans are in, in Larnaca aren't they anyway Gobelia look again thank you Namaste thank you so much for um, for subscribing thank you for tuning in thank you for watching live hit that subscribe button if you haven't done it like leave a comment tell your nunna and uh yeah, inshallah, we'll get forward. See, I, I use that term. See, I'm, I, I learn these different things, you know. Got, you got to appreciate other cultures and other religions and all that as well. So, um, yeah. Gobelia, have a good one. All the best. Much love. And um, Roy isn't here to say this. Neither is Chris. But until the next time, Gobelia, be proud. Be proud of your team. Be proud of your fans. Be proud of the players. I told you lot the other week, we are from hiding to nothing. We're on a hiding to nothing from the moment that first whistle was blown. And we, it, had, it happened yesterday. It happened yesterday. Giancarlo, I'm sorry, Philemon. You've missed the first 54 minutes. But you can watch it again, which is a good thing. And you, you'll see what I did as well earlier to Gop. Anyway, thanks for tuning in anyway, anyway. But like I said, back the manager. You saw it in his eyes yesterday, what it meant to him. You saw it, the intensity. It's there. Bamishilakamu. <laughs>